Glad that we're able to connect with Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill after yesterday's Springfield School Board meeting where they made a decision to require masks for vaccinated staff and students. Uh, so a mask mandate in the entire district. Uh, and she joins us now here on the WMAY Morning News Feed uh, to give us uh, an overview of what this means and uh, what some of the conversation was last night at the Springfield School Board. Superintendent Jennifer Gill, thanks for taking time with us on WMAY. How are you doing this morning? Good, good. Yes, uh, last night uh, the board voted on a return to learn plan, and one component of that plan was updated using the updated guidance to decide about um, how we will utilize masks in our schools at the beginning of the school year. Um, after a lot of you know information that came out since the last board meeting uh, from Illinois Department of Public Health, the CDC, um, Illinois State Board of Education uh, adopted that fully and, and sent out an FAQ just yesterday, um, as well as support from the Sangamon County Department of Public Health. We have decided to, as a board, they voted on last night to go with mitigation uh, level one that's in the plan, which is universal masking. Um, but this plan did provide a scaffolded approach throughout the school year. Uh, the plan uh, that we presented to them and the strategy that we uh, they voted on last night was that the priority is to resume to a 21-22 school year with an emphasis on combating that opportunity and learning loss experienced by our students and to provide direct instruction five days a week for full school days in person as well as extracurricular activities and events uh, that students so desperately missed last year in a welcoming um, and safe environment for our students. Um, and additionally, we'll be able to operate all of our transportation services. Um, we really hope that providing this scaffolded approach uh, where we start with mitigation level one will allow us to uh, kind of get past this uh, curve that we have going on in our community and, and really our country with COVID and that this will be short-lived and that we'll be able to come back and and ease back on these restrictions throughout the school year. So you, you talk about uh, mitigation level one. Um, how many different levels are there? What are, have we seen? What, uh, three what levels, the other levels? Um, okay. Yeah, three levels. The, the second level is the one that we discussed at the last board meeting because that was where the guidance fell at the last board meeting, and that was just masks for va un, you know unvaccinated individuals, but vaccinated uh, could be without a mask. That was where we hope we would be, and the guidance uh, continued to change uh, throughout the last two weeks, and the board felt that it was good to go with the experts and the, and the guidance that were, were being offered to us. And then mitigation level three would just be mask optional, uh, which is probably the world we'll live in for some time. So, you know, at this point in time, it was just to make sure that we can get back in school. That's what we want. We don't want anything to stop that from happening in our community. We're talking with Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill on the WMAY morning news feed after last night's Springfield School Board meeting. So multiple tiered approach here. Of course, uh, we're in the first, which is uh, masks required for everybody in school, uh, despite vaccination status. Uh, you had mentioned uh, at the uh, board meeting last night that uh, this is, is a pretty divisive issue. Uh, can you touch on that? What have you heard from uh, from parents and from staff from uh, each side of this issue? You know, it just is it's these rising complexities that we have in education today are, are just pretty, pretty overwhelming at times. Um, you know, this is really this crisis has really kind of increased that a lot. We hear a lot of things. Uh, from parents, you know, we're working towards having our students back into a normal school year. There are so many that are excited just to be back and excited to, uh, you know, be able to think about the first day of school and, and getting back into a regular 
uh, way of doing things. We don't want anything to block that. But really, in my last 28 years of education, this has been one of the most divisive things that we've had to deal with. And it isn't something that is easy to deal with because we're, we're dealing with it not only in our families, but in our jobs as well. And, you know, we've, we have to deal with things like the difference between the words recommended and required, you know, parental choice, mandated, uh, things like follow the science. Well, it depends on which way you look at the science and, and local control. And those are all greatly understandable, um, but they're all competing views. And it's hard to make a decision that's going to make everybody happy. Uh, we appreciate all the letters of support and the letters of concern that we've received because that's going to make us stronger um, as we tackle this dilemma. Uh, none of us want to be in this situation, but we felt like we really uh, needed to have a plan so that we could communicate effectively for the next month as we get back into the school year. So with the uh, tiered approach here, uh, it sounds like we are on the most, and I don't know if you want to characterize it as stringent, but the 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 most yeah. stringent tier right with with masks being required i what what kind of discipline is there going to be if if a student's not wearing the mask properly or if it's you know around their chin and not covering their nose and mouth uh, is there going to be discipline well i think that you have to think about what a school's like every day we have some kids that come without the dress code looking as perfect as it should we've got kids with cell phones you know all of these different things that we've tackled over time in schools this is just another piece of it i think the biggest important um, piece is a proactive approach telling them why we need to have the masks right now so that we can be in school full-time we don't have um, you know massive quarantines or entire teams being taken down by one case you know due to quarantining we just need to make sure that we're teaching kids the right way to wear the mask and then also reminding them in a positive and and peaceful way to, to to wear that up over their nose um, there are no mandates for outside, so we will be able to give students a break, you know, when they have lunchtime or recess or maybe a, a, a walking break where they spread apart three feet and give each other a little help. But but please understand, this is not something where we want to come in and, and make this a divisive situation now with students. We really want to work with families and make sure that they understand the purpose and the reason why we're doing this and continue to educate just like we do in any of our behavioral expectations during the school day. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Their return to learn plan, having full in-person education, as is now required by the Illinois State Board of Education. Uh, but the plan does include having masks required for uh, all students and staff, uh, regardless of vaccination status. Uh, Superintendent, I, I know some jurisdictions are looking at vaccine mandates for staff of course not all students can get vaccinated but is that something that uh, the district's considered is that is that part of some conversations we have not had those conversations we have really just been promoting providing the clinics and our own facilities as often and as much as needed and then also promoting and walking alongside our other community um, partners that have clinics available um, we did ask our, our staff and our students, whether or not they had been vaccinated, we are still continuing to provide vaccination clinics. Um, but at this point in time, we have not talked about mandated vaccination. Um, I'm not sure if we will in the future. Uh, the math decision was hard enough as it was, and that takes us into another whole realm and, and one that's not really where the expertise of the school district lies, but we will, of course, always think about and consider any mandates that come about from state 
when, yeah, when, when it comes to the, the tiered approach here, um, you know, there was a lot of talk about different types of metrics that may be used uh, to, you know, months ago, whenever there was uh, kind of uh, the, the hybrid model of education, uh, there were, you know, conversations about what metrics would trigger which uh, mode of education. Uh, do we know, are the, the, the tier one, two, and three for tier one having masks required and then all the way down to tier three masks optional? Um are there different types of metrics that would trigger that, or would the school board have to come back and just make those decisions based off of the reality on the ground? Yeah, I think we would monitor. You know, the CDC came out earlier in the summer and said, okay, you know, if you're vaccinated, you know, it can be optional. And that was, you know, exciting for all of us. I think we were all relieved a little bit that if we had gone and gotten the vaccine, we could go about in a little bit normal uh, way. And, and that's, you know, what we would probably look for is, is guidance at that level. But the school board would. Uh, be able to continue to look at our metrics. We have a COVID tracker that will be up and going at the beginning of the school year. Uh, you know, Sangamon County Department of Health has one, but setting specific metrics has not been discussed um, because we just, you know, they're so varying in what you're looking at. And then, as we know, and we've learned through this pandemic, no matter who you are, that everything is changing every day. Every day you wake up with a new set of rules and the ones that you had the day before on this um, virus. You know, you've got the Delta variant now and everybody trying to figure that out and how it's going to affect our community. So I think at this point in time, we just wanted to have three simple layers. And hopefully that, you know, when our community metrics get back to a little bit better, you know, our board will consider whether we move to that mitigation level too. Well, and then finally here, and I appreciate you taking the time with us yeah, uh, the no day after the uh, the school board meeting. It's always good to get listeners that update uh, as they uh, get up yeah. and going. Um, but how do you, uh, I guess, justify to a student in Springfield District 186 uh, having to, to wear that mask, even if they're vaccinated, uh, when they might see some of their peers in other parts of the state, even in the region, uh, who might not have those mandates. Uh, is that is that going to be a hard and difficult conversation to approach? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's what is the difficulty with leaving it up to local control, you know, is you're going to have different boards who have different um, feelings about these things. You're gonna, our community is a more urban, we're a large district with, you know, a little, roughly over 13,000 students that we have to consider. Um, our schools are, are, you know, high in number. We have a lot of students inside our classrooms where although we're going to do everything possible to be three feet distance, there might be a few classrooms throughout the day that are not. Um, you know, all of those things have to be taken in, into consideration when you're looking at varying parts of the state, varying sizes of school districts. Um, and then local local boards of education have their own in each flavor and, and wish and, and movement forward. So, you know, I, it's just a very hard conversation to have. One that, you know, like I said, that, that's why it's been so difficult. You know, you lay awake at night uh, worrying about doing the right thing and making sure that you're, um, you know, coming out on one side of this knowing that you're not going to make everybody happy and it's very difficult. Um, there are some perks still for getting vaccinated when it comes to quarantining um, and having to stay out of school if you've had the vaccine or at least those are, are steadfast at this time. Um, so, you know, if you want to stay in school and, and want to not have to quarantine, if your neighbor's a close contact or if your um, person you sat by in third hour uh, came down with it, um, if you're masked and three feet um, or more, they're saying that if you're vaccinated, you do not have to quarantine. And that's a huge piece and a huge plus to not miss any school, not have to miss those activities 
that you participate in. And, and finally, I apologize. One final question, because mm-hmm. uh, oh. we are almost out of time here. But uh, you know, the governor last week talked about uh, possible legal liability that school districts could face. Was that part of this overall equation as well? And uh, what kind of legal liability do you feel could be imposed upon a, a school district? You know, I can't I can't really predict or or understand what they meant by, you know, impose what would happen, you know, but that that has been mentioned not only by our governor, but also by our state superintendent, Carmen Ayala, who's been doing a great job trying to work across so many school districts in the state of Illinois. Um, But, you know, she even came out yesterday and said, if you you know choose to go away from um, the guidelines that we've put in place, you could be. Uh, placing your school district in a in a situation where there could be some some legal liability um, if you go against what they consider the guidelines. So with that being said, we don't want to do anything that would would jeopardize that. I don't think that that was necessarily one of the primary reasons that the Board of Education went with this last night. I think they looked at the spread in our community as of late. Um, you know, and they wanted to do everything possible to ensure the safety of our students. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill, greatly appreciate it, and we'll connect again soon, all right? Thanks, Craig.